this is from Genesis 20, 28, uh, beginning at verse 10, and it's Jacob's dream at Bethel. Jacob left Bethsheba and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone he had placed under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called that place Bethel, though the city used to be called Luz. When Jacob made a vow saying, If God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey, I am taking and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear, so that I return safely to my father's household. Then the Lord will be my God, and this stone, which I have set up as a pillar, will be God's house, and of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Brilliant. So, loving God, thank you for your word to us. Thank you for those stories uh, which teach us something of you. May you open our hearts and minds to receive from you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. So, we are, as I've said, celebrating uh, Michaelmas, St. Michael's Day. Uh, because we are called St. Michael and All Angels, you might have noticed, um, that means that it's our patronal festival. So it's good for us to remember uh, who we are, who we're called to be um, today. Uh, a time to remember who we've been, who we're called to be, and, uh, and who we are. Uh, so this passage in Genesis is one of my favorite passages. Um, and there are many reasons for that. There's lots about the, the story of Jacob, which is so interesting. And, um, uh, and I recommend you read his whole story at some point. But I want us to think about three particular things this morning about this story. The first is that Jacob is traveling. Um, and he's in between places. He's been told to go from one place to another by his dad uh, to go and find a wife. 
He's been, found, been very explicit about that. And so Jacob is on his way to a life-changing event, going to a new place, a place which is unknown and will offer new things to him. And in this in-between place, he rests and he has a vision of God. We at St. Michael's are in an in-between place, you might have noticed. Um, We're traveling, uh, perhaps not literally or physically, but we are traveling along a path and we're in an in-between space. Um, We're on our way from what was to what will be. Um, And perhaps we find that uncomfortable There will be some of us um, who get quite excited about that. Sometimes you might feel frustrated. Um, I quite like the word discombobulated. I think that sort of, that kind of word sort of sums up (laughs) the all of that stuff. Discombobulated. It's a good word. It's a good word. But, even in this kind of in-between space. Uh, Another word that's good is the liminal. It's a liminal space. It's the in-between space. Even in this in-between space, there is potential for God to be here. That's something to think about and to be aware of. God is here, not just in how St. Michael's was, or just in how St. Michael's will be. But God is here in the present moment, whatever that brings. And perhaps there's something about traveling, whether it's metaphorical or literal, or, you know, so something about moving, perhaps, that in and of itself makes us open to seeing God in a place. So that's the first thing. Jacob was traveling. The second thing is that there is a very active and real connection between heaven and earth. The dream that Jacob has is of this thoroughfare of angels traveling between heaven and earth. And angels are those creatures whose primary uh, objective is to be messengers of God. That's their primary objective, to work alongside those other creatures of God, us, to be bringing God's kingdom to earth. Uh, As the Lord's Prayer says, it's bringing God's will, what God wants, how God wants things to be for our good on earth as it is in heaven, so that the boundary between heaven and earth um, is erased and we have heaven on earth. Often we think about the relationship between heaven and earth Uh, as something that might only be accessed 
at the end of our lives. We often think about it like that. But in our story of Jacob, there is that sort of sign, this picture of heaven and earth, which seems to indicate that the life of heaven and the life of earth are inextricably linked, that they're sort of going on, I kind of think, in parallel to each other with these links across bit like a ladder. Not up and down, but side to side. The life of God and the life of human beings is always connected, whether we're here, there, or in between. God is here. Even if we haven't seen God yet, and even if we, like Jacob, didn't know it. So there's something about traveling, there's something about this active connection. And the third thing that I was thinking would be good for us to think about is that this vision, this understanding, had a practical effect on Jacob. When Jacob had his dream, he could quite easily have said, well, that was very lovely. That was very nice. Thanks for that. It was really nice to know that God is here. But he doesn't just leave it at that. He does, he does two things. I'll put this down now. The first thing that Jacob does is he builds a cairn or a pile of stones. And the cairn Uh, In many cultures, uh, but especially what Jacob was doing, is building a marker. It's a place of two things, of remembering and of sacrifice. Okay? Because it's effectively a sort of altar table. So it's a place, it's a marker of remembering and it's a place of sacrifice to God. Jacob wants to remember God showing up. God showing up. And he wants to offer 10% of what he has. And it's actually not 10% of what he has. What Jacob says is 10% of what God has given me, I will give back to God. So it's a recognition that everything we have is from God. And it's only of God's own do we give back. Uh, So you can see that it's from passages like this that we have that idea that we give 10% of our income to the church. And one of the reasons why when we become Christians, uh, we're kind of taught, aren't we, that giving is is a Christian discipline in that way. So my question for you this morning is when God shows up in your life, Uh, whether it's here or there or in between. How do you mark that? How do you make sure that you remember God? That you remember God and that you don't forget what God has done.
And also, what are the practical ways, the practical ways in which you are giving of yourself to God? What is your sacrifice to God? So as we remember our call to God this morning as St. Michael's, let's remember that as we travel on into a new season of church life, that God is with us in this in-between, in this in-between, and that God is with us even if we don't know it. Because sometimes that's difficult and we can't see God. And I'm going to finish by praying um, part of a prayer which we pray quite often um, at St. Michael's after the communion, uh, which talks of us giving ourselves as a sacrifice. And sometimes we can pray these things that we pray so often and we don't necessarily take it in. Uh, But I thought this was a good prayer for us to pray today. Almighty God, through Jesus, we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen.